This is a homebrew podcast. Off the bat, I want to let everyone know Grant, unfortunately, has had to step back from sanity damage. You know, he's running the whole network. He's working on Mythcraft as well. So uh, with everything going on, obviously, Zachariah will not be part of the show anymore. Lucky will become an NPC from this point going forward. Grant just has to prioritize other parts of the network. So he's obviously still around. He's still running the the main, the flagship show. You can still uh, interact with him all over the Discord. Um, we are really glad to continue working with him in other capacities. Uh, sad to see him go from this role, of course, because I loved both of his PCs. But uh, that is how it is. And so obviously, he's not rage quitting because I killed Zachariah. He and I worked together behind the scenes because he needed to step down to figure out a good and appropriate way to send Zachariah off. So that's behind the scenes. That's what's going on. Now, back into the show. Abraham. Yes, Tula, what can I do for you? Uh, new member showed up. Oh, uh, well, that's awkward. Um, without Zachariah, I don't know if, we'd get, if we're going to keep doing that. Uh, oh. Send him away, I guess. Um, tell him thank you. Oh. So I shouldn't have hit him with the anchor. Oh, is he already dead? Yes. Well, I guess I can find some sort of use for these bodies after all. Welcome to the crew, Light Chaos. Your soul is mine. Welcome back to Sanity Damage, a Dungeons & Dragons play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. Joining me are Cody. Abraham Blavatsky, mourning the loss of a new friend. Pippin. Tor. Dibs. Ellen. Penelope Whitlock. Old Penelope can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because Zachariah is dead. <laughs> and Alex. Orf, Orf, can you really die if you are already dead? Join us on episode 52 of our first campaign, To Whom the Sea Belongs. Last week, Cephalosk stormed the uh, fungal crags. You all, uh, with the help of some reinforcements, fought him off, but it cost the lives of two of your NPC friends. Melton briefly died as well, but that got remedied. And uh, of your beloved uh, party member, Zachariah Harris. We are picking up still in the wee hours of the morning. The night is darkest before the dawn. You're still in the fungal crags, and uh, uh, reinforcements are on their way to hold down the fort and to uh, secure your new territorial gains. In the fungal crags and around the fungal crags, the storm has abated. There's a light drizzle now, but there's the uh, the raging magical storm and the, irradi- the irradiated air that assailed you prior to you fixing the pollution that was pouring out of the fungal crags. That has since been remedied, and so the, the storm has lessened to one of more natural proportions. Well, it looks like we've won, but at great cost. Arf's going to finally open up the bottle of whiskey that he's been carrying around and take a big swig from it and then pour some out as well. He's going to kind of nod in Zechariah's direction and look around at everybody. Penelope, I think having the extreme amount of exhaustion that she does have and watching her friend sacrifice himself is just catatonic on the ground next to him still. I would say Nelton is probably mirroring Penelope, just sitting down next to Zachariah on his other side. I wonder if he truly had some sort of escape plan, or if he was 
intending to die here regardless of our actions, but we didn't run, and he died. Neither did we, and we didn't die. And, uh, Azure says, and we took the fungal crags back. I, uh, I knew the cost would be high. I didn't think we would lose so many, but this was an incredibly valuable success. Not only have we taken major resources back in the city, but we've also defeated one of their leaders. Success? We lost one of our most valuable members, and you're calling this a success? Uh, Penelope is going to stand up and go to Orf and reach out her hand for some of the whiskey. Orf will give it to her given the circumstances. Say, you know, it's not going to do much in the long run, but it'll help for now. And she just chucks. She takes a big ol' swig, and it burns, and she's trying not to, to spit it out, but she, she, she gets it down. Okay, good for your first time. <sighs> it's good to feel something warm. Narf will kind of put an arm around uh, Penelope as well. A low peal of thunder rumbles through the sky. A natural, calm, relaxing peal, not a, not a scream or a crash. And uh, the uh, rains increase in... Uh, fervor, washing away a lot of the filth and grime and uh, bloodstains splattered across the pulsating ground. Uh, Through the rain, uh, reinforcements do eventually come from the fungal crags, or rather, from the lion's den to the fungal crags. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a squad of probably 30 people that start fanning out through the fungal crags and unpacking some equipment, stocking some food so that they can hold this this bastion as well and uh, one of their leaders a um a blonde uh, roguish character from the uh, originally from the shadow gloves says uh, we thank you for uh, taking the fungal crags now that we've got this place if you need to go back to the lion's den and recoup you should be safe to do so very well you know, I think it's going to be hard to take a, a rest after what we've been through today, but I think we could all use it. Yeah, I think I could use some sleep. Let's all go. And if that tour's just going to tear off the Savlas cloak and gather up Zachariah's bones in it and hand that off to the one remaining skeleton, tell it to follow, and then he's going to pick up Penelope. Oh, thank you. Because I still only have 15 feet of movement. Right. <laughs> and you're drunk as fuck. Right. And, um, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> it's pretty fast-acting whiskey. Right. Whew. Did Cephalosk have anything important on him? Yeah, let me find his, um, his loot. He didn't have gold, but he had a couple magic items. They don't work as well on creatures that aren't aberrations or illithids, but they're still worth something. Do. And there was plate armor from one of the skeletons, I think, as well. Is that still laying around here? Yes. Sir Nollington? It's a very expensive item. We should at least collect that. I'm very low on funds. I want to get that. Yeah. And I'm sure someone at the lion's den could use it, if not one of us. Right. Why could you spare? Um, where's Raven? Raven has been quietly crooning the whole time. She has just been perched on Zachariah's clavicle, looking at his bony face. Occasionally okay. she'll pick at his teeth. She keeps croaking based on his last command to her, try to do something useful. She just keeps saying, try, 
try. Nathan, I didn't know you were going to break my heart this soon and do this episode. <laughs> I'm going to reach out uh, my arm because uh, Tor is carrying me. I'm going to say, come on, friend. It's time to go. Raven looks up at you. Her beady black eyes are shiny. She looks back down at her fallen master, and then she will flutter over and nestle in your arm. And I'm just going to stroke her and comfort her. We're comforting each other. Abraham, um, Cephalosk had a breastplate, just normal, non-magical breastplate, uh, although it is made out of fossilized coral instead of metal, but otherwise it's the same stats. For my magic item from the fungal crags a while back, I took the bag of holding. Nice. So I can just put all of this stuff in my bag. Okay. Nice. I thought about doing that. Yeah, I just decided to go for it. His armor came with a set of pauldrons that are magical. They just clasp onto his breastplate. They are also made out of coral and, like, old shells. And uh, they are... I, I will tell you this for free, just for the sake of expedience. Um, they are non, or they are non-cursed, but in order to find out what they do, you will have to attune to them or spend time studying them. Interesting. Yes, well, Tor helped me load up all these skeletons' gear in these bag. Never know when we'll need a random wooden shield, I guess. So I'll just take Zachariah's character sheet, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll be reading Zachariah's book in my spare time. This tome is full of all kinds of interesting things, I'm sure. I have no idea where he got a hold of this, but I have been silently eyeballing it. Would never think of stealing another wizard's spellbook. Don't forget tablet. Oh, yes. That way the scary lizard man doesn't attack us. I suppose that that's actually a reasonable thing we need to think about now that the storm is gone. They said they might do something as soon as that happened. Hmm. One step at a time, though. I think we need rest. We need to say goodbye. And then we can worry about all of the forces convening on this place. Right. So you make your way back to the lion's den. The uh, rain does not let up. I will emphasize this is clearly non-magical, but you are in uh, uh, the month of high summer toward the end of high summer and that's prime hurricane season so it is uh perfectly characteristic and perfectly natural that there is this much rain luckily there are no longer streaks of purple embers and uh, unholy lightning just the normal the normal rumble of a gentle thunder at this time you get back to the lion's den dripping wet and uh isaac and sapphire although it is still 2 2 30 in the morning they've been waiting up having heard a, a little bit uh, back and forth through messages that have been sent to agents outside of the lion's den via uh, sending and other telepathic communication. They're roughly aware of what has happened, so when they when you arrive and they see how beleaguered you all are, they will say much the same that you did. Isaac will say, We should uh, all rest tonight. Tomorrow we mourn, and then we have to keep keep fighting, keep planning. He will direct you all to a couple empty rooms in the lion's den quarters. Guess Tor will carry Penelope to one of the rooms and plop her down on her bed and then go find his own. All right. Thank you, Mr. Tor. Thank you. Sleep now. Mourn tomorrow. Arf will uh, 
kind of go to the like a bar area and take a seat with his whiskey and just kind of have that by him and he'll just kind of be like I'll meet you up there I'm gonna I'm gonna take a moment for myself all right and the lion's den tavern like commons area is completely abandoned right now after seeing you back sapphire has retired for the night I- Isaac does shortly after showing you your rooms so uh, it's just you and the dying embers of the fire Arf yeah Arf's just gonna slowly kind of work on his whiskey and just think about how everything went and eventually he'll make his way up there he'll stumble into whatever room has a bed that he can sleep in and just pass out I think Penelope's gonna have a little quiet moment with Raven and she's gonna stroke her feathers and say I hope you know that you are bound to me by nothing but friendship and should you choose to stay with me I will do nothing but take care of you and protect you to the best of my ability but if you have other places you need to be you are free to go but I hope you stay Raven fluffs her feathers a little bit clearly enjoying the the stroking and she'll say stay stay (laughs) okay you can stay and she's gonna cry herself to sleep with Raven um anything from Abraham before the next day I think Abraham might start reading Zachariah's spellbook Obviously, you know, I'm not a high-powered wizard like Zachariah, but I'd like to get an understanding for what he'd been reading. Yeah, I mean, they're written in his own cipher, so it'll be the beginning of an ongoing puzzle, gleaning information from it, but you can certainly start the process. Sure, I'd like to see if I can't uncover some of the origins of this mysterious necromancer. All right. I will say the process has started tonight, and... uh, on future long rests, I'll have some kind of check. Maybe investigation, maybe history. Maybe Arcana. Arcana's probably best. I'm good at Arcana and history. There you go. So, you're starting the process now. On future long rests, you can learn more about both his history and potentially some of his spells. Interesting. I'd like to learn that stinking cloud spell. If, and that seems like a particularly useful fucking spell. It's <laughs> a very useful spell. Maybe raising the undead, I don't know. I've never really considered myself much of a middle manager. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you all crash into a early morning, black, dreamless sleep. Um, You're all just so exhausted mechanically, as well as emotionally. You uh, awaken uh, the next day, probably at mid-morning, right? In order to get a whole long rest, it's going to be... I guess so, yeah. It was that late when we got back. 10, 30, 11. Yeah, 11 in the morning. I think we deserve to sleep in. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Hey, Penelope only has one point of exhaustion. Nice. I guess she didn't have like a, what is it, greater restoration? Yeah. <laughs> I was out of spell slots. Yeah. I figured it was just like... Honestly, every time I'd failed, I took sanity damage or regular damage. So I'm really not even that exhausted. I'm just a little bit banged up. But I am going to roll some of my hit dice on sanity. That's good. Door still questions why you guys are so tired. As a warlock, what is my sanity dice again? Uh, You're a full warlock. D6? Yeah. Full warlock is D10. D10 for sanity. Um, I rolled a d4, and I get two charges back on my magical special item. Sweet. So that puts me back up to max sanity. So you get half back on a rest, right? 
half of your hit dice. Right, right, okay. Yeah. There we go. Um, that means I have more hit point, or hit dice, than I thought. Nice. Um, if you look in the chat real quick, Cody, um, those are the four dice that different classes have for hit dice. D6, D8, D10, D12. I put a line between D8 and D10. Whatever your normal hit point hit die is, the inverse is your sanity die. I see. That's right. Hey everyone, it's Nathan here taking a quick break from today's episode to let you know that if you enjoy listening to Sanity Damage, I would highly recommend that you also check out Tabletopped. Tabletopped is a TTRPG podcast where the host Nick Perrin dives deep into how to run amazing games with a panel of DMs and interviews guests who are experts at designing TTRPGs, writing interactive fiction, and a lot more. I would highly recommend checking out the first episode of 2023, which has one of the most hilarious B-plots that I have ever heard in an interview format. Find Tabletopped on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. New episodes every Monday. Now, back to Sanity Damage. So you wake up mid-morning, probably between 10.30 and 11.30, and uh, in each of your own time, you make your way back out of the private rooms to the main foyer of the lion's den where on the bar you see an assortment of light snacks most of the tables are covered in various shades of beige or white tablecloths and there's a human woman who's going around and putting flowers in vases in the center of each table in the fighting pit that is in the middle of the lion's den, uh, in, in the middle of the like common area, there are three tables laid out side by side and three open caskets on those tables. So you're telling me this funeral's taking place in the middle of a fighting pit, Nathan? Jeez. It's beautiful, but also very sad. They died warriors. They did die warriors. So as you're all uh, going about your morning getting ready for this all of the night cats and their associates are coming together milling about the room you can see leon over toward the breakfast bar he's just an absolute mess his his hair and his mane are all in a big like disheveled floof and he's just blubbering many of the other members of pride especially look very somber and everyone looks somber right but especially them the uh, shadow gloves and uh, the members of the magistrate uh, the magistrate being the fungal crags. They, they all look withdrawn and exhausted. What are what are each of you doing? Um, where's Nelton? Nelton is sitting um, by himself at one of the tablecloth tables. Okay. I think I'm one of the, the last people to come down. Um, I needed... I was upstairs saying a little prayer for strength, trying to... Just trying to get up the, the, the nerve and the courage to come down and face everything get out of a warm bed. And when I come down, I do have Raven on her spot on my shoulder. And I'm going to take a seat next to Nelton. Nelton glances at Penelope. I'm going to lay a hand on his shoulder and I'm going to use my locket. Technically, this is a short rest, right? Yeah, anytime you have a long rest, you can consider yourself having a short rest, too. So... I'm going to place a hand on his shoulder, and he's going to get 1d8 sanity. Well, I rolled in at once. He gets one sanity back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
But that was my uh, item upgrade, was I can heal more sanity damage now, except when I roll ones. Nice. That's dope. Except when you roll ones. <laughs> yeah, he he seems a little bit more tranquil. He's He's still deeply sad and somber, pensive, but a manic light dims in his eyes. He seems a little bit less on edge. We went through a lot yesterday, Milton. Yeah? Not more so than you. Yeah, I guess you could you could say that, yeah. I just hope you know you always have friends. Well, thank you. And I think we just sit in silence. Yeah. Is there any, like, coffee or tea or just, like, mugs about? There's some tea. The same lady who was bottling or placing uh, flowers in, a, in vases um, has also set up a nice tea assortment, tea stand. Uh, and uh, there are also mimosas. Oh, so are there just bottles of champagne sitting out? Behind the bar, not, like, on the bar. (laughs) 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 I'm saying you could have a mimosa, but not the bottle. Okay, Arf's gonna go over to her and he's gonna say, you know, skip the tea, I don't need any of that, just give me the mug. And he's gonna then pour the rest of his whiskey into there and be like, could you take care of this and hand her the bottle? And then he'll say, also... I'm going to have one of those mimosas, but make it light on the juice, please. You're, sorry, you're saying this to the lady who's, like, doing the flowers and such? Oh, well, oh, can I make my own mimosa then? You can make your own mimosa, yeah. Oh, Arf's just going to skip all that. He's just going to pour the rest of the whiskey into the mug, and then he's going to just take one of the bottles of champagne as well. Okay, the there will be someone behind the bar. He's like, hey, not 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 the whole bottle, all right? Just fill, fill yourself a glass. Leave this here. Okay, well... Get yourself okay. more later. That's fine. You know, well, I'm going right. to take... That's fine. And he'll just fill up one of the glasses and then leave the bottle and go sit down by Nell and then Penelope. Mm-hmm. Of course, Zachariah's funeral would have a mimosa bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Abraham's just sitting there quietly with his leg folded across his lap. Mm-hmm. I think Tor's actually just been down here... About the longest, like, as anybody else has. One of the first to wake up, came downstairs, watched them prepare the bodies, like, set them out, and has just been, like, stoically standing off to the side, watching over the procedure, just hands on his anchor, just, like, standing on guard, and his little dragon is just sitting all across his head, and he's just standing there silently, watching everything. Mm-hmm. As soon as Penelope sees Tor... Uh, standing off by himself, she's going to wave him over to sit at their table. Little yip from this dragon, Tor turns his head over and walks to the others and joins them. Hey, big guy. Hello. Thank you. I don't think I got to thank you for saving me yesterday, Mr. Tor. Tor just doing what Tor does. That's really appreciated. And thank you to this little friend. Now Raven has a little playmate. Playmate! Raven will fluff her feathers at Raven, or at the dragon. Little dragon's gonna turn its head, snort at Raven, and then just kind of, like, look the other way, rolling its eyes. <laughs> but its tail's slightly wagging behind it. <laughs> Raven, if you want to be with him one last time, feel free. Raven ruffles her feathers a little bit. She doesn't move at this point. Okay. And when it seems everyone is gathered in this main room, Sapphire will stand up, and she'll say, at this point, I'd ask you all to come and gather around the fighting pit. I'll say a few words. Isaac will say a few words. In uh, 
traditional fashion, traditional Vostanikin fashion. After these words are uh, are spoken, we will accompany the caskets outside, place them on on uh, small rowboats, and uh, set them ablaze. Consumed by both fire and water, our our friends will return to the elements that bore them. Now, I'm sure that you've all heard the events that transpired last night. The uh, heroics of uh, some of our friends, some of our companions, some people that we fought against at times. I imagine many of you have also heard of the tragedies on many levels that we suffered last night. Tragedies that were made uh, all the bitterer by the taste of betrayal. Yes, we managed to take the fungal crags, but the toll was monumental. Several of our own, unbeknownst to us, they had been enthralled by the mind flares, which goes to show, yes, we must be ever vigilant watching for such betrayals, but more than that, in, in honor and in memory of our allies who have fallen, we must come together and set aside petty arguments. We must both be clear-eyed and uh, strong-willed as we march forward together, rather than marching against one another in this in this time for our city and for our people. And she'll gesture to Isaac, Isaac being the leader of Pride, as both Kyle and Two Drop are members of Pride. Isaac says, "I don't have I don't have much to say. I'm I'm not good at this kind of thing." Kyle and. Uh, two drop loved each other very dearly and they died as they lived and as they loved side by side standing up for those who couldn't defend themselves or for those who didn't have a voice trying to make a difference i think they would be glad to know that, that they did as for zachariah he has several close friends present if any of you would uh, wish to say words for him abraham will stand up he'll take the floor and say, I haven't really known Zechariah all that long, but from what I did know of him, he was a very determined individual. He had a lot of things he wanted to get done in his lifetime. We should all be so ambitious. We should learn something from him as a scholar and as a adventurer and not forget what he has taught us and let his death cloud our ambitions to write this city. He has given us the key to success. Isaac nods and brushes down his fine clothes. Indeed he has. Penelope's gonna jump down into the fighting pit. Okay. And she's going to take a moment to say goodbye to Two Drop and Kyle, squeeze each of their hands, touch their foreheads, say a silent little prayer for each of them. She's gonna take out her mace and she's gonna lay it down on Zachariah's body. And she's going to say, I told you once that I would trade my mace for Raven, so it'd be an equal exchange. <laughs> but not like this, Zachariah. Not like this. I only knew you, what, a day? And yet you've shown me more kindness, more, more empathy, more protection than anyone has in this lifetime for me. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to go on, but I know we must rid the city of the sickness, tearing it apart. We'll do so in your honor. I swear by it. Goodbye, Zachariah. And she's gonna let Raven um, 
have a little moment to say goodbye to Zachariah as well. Yeah, Raven will flutter down and perch on Zachariah's skull, looking upside down, you know, look, looking down so that Raven's face is upside down to Zachariah's, peering in one of his empty eye sockets. G- goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And then she'll flutter back up and take a perch on your shoulder again. And I somehow climb my way out of the pit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just crying. Sapphire nods and says, uh, at this time, let us take the coffins to the water. It's pretty evident that some sort of hurricane is blowing in, but at present, there's only a light drizzle. There's dark clouds overhead, but they are holding their breath, it seems. When you set the boats in the water, set the coffins on the boats, and Nelton will stand up and climb up on one of the crates that's being stored out back. And he will say, You know what Zachariah once said to me? He said, Do you want to sell maps? Or do you want to do something awesome with your life? And I said, I want to sell maps. He told me that I have as much good faith as an aberrant, disgusting, mutated rat. And you know what? I realized he was right. Zachariah said he didn't like being called the fixer, but isn't that what he was? He fixed things. He helped people. He helped me. Nelton will scratch at his throat where there's still a huge gash. A gash that should have been lethal. And now, like Zachariah, I've died. And I'm not dead anymore. If if there's one thing to remember from, from him, it's that anyone, even a simple map maker, map salesman, con artist, I guess, can be a hero. And that's that's what I'm going to do. It's what I ask that each of you do. I've got a new lease on life, and I'm not going to waste it. Thank you, Zachariah. Thank you for showing us how to die and how to live. And now Arp's going to step forward, and he's going to kind of just clear his throat. <clears throat> you know, it's it's never easy losing friends, whether they're new or old, but what was easy for these three was standing up and defending their family, their friends, and everything they loved. The Cliffs Bay itself, just like all of us here. And their sacrifice will never be forgotten. And we should all be so lucky to have had the time we had with them. And without their sacrifice yesterday, a lot of us wouldn't be here today. I'll never forget what they did for us. And he'll step back. Some of the magistrate from the Fungal Crags will step forward and uh, casting some low-level spells, they will set the boats on fire as they float out into the into the bay. Penelope's gonna watch the boats float out for a while and then is Azure out there? She is. She's off to the side of the crowd. Penelope's gonna walk right up to Azure and slap her in the face. Ooh. Ooh. Do I need to roll for it? No, you can do it. Excuse me. Ow. Yeah. Ow. Zachariah would want you to know this is all your fault. And she's going to walk back to her friends. Azure will roll her eyes, but otherwise will not retaliate. So are the boats on fire sitting there? Or are they being sent off yet? Oh, they're they're being sent off. Okay. Watching the boats slowly burn and send out into the ocean, Tor will step forward. Tor didn't know them long, but by heaven's name, I will give revenge for all of you and bring balance back to the city. As the rowboats burn, the crowd gradually disperses. They go back to the breakfast bar, get some food and drink. Isaac and Sapphire will 
both wait outside for a time. Isaac will make his way to Abraham and just put his hand on Abraham's shoulder and lean in and say, I understand that your friends need to mourn. Gods know I'm going to mourn Kyle and Two-Drop when I have time, but there's still a war going on. Assess how long they need, but we need to strategize this afternoon. We need to figure out what we need to do next. And then he'll squeeze your shoulder, Abraham, and start back inside. I'll uh, nod as he turns and look back at the crew and say, Well, uh, this isn't over, I suppose. There's a lot more mind flayers out there that <clears throat> that need their heads destroyed. You're right, Abraham. We have so much work ahead of us. Um, get some rest. Goodbye, friend. And Penelope's gonna go inside. Alright, I would say you all have maybe three hours before Isaac calls a formal uh, strategy session with the lot of you, with Sapphire and with a couple other key representatives from the Nightcats, so is there anything anything of note that you all want to do in that time? I just want to clarify that I did get plate armor before. <laughs> yes. Yes. Arf does? Narratively. Are you going to use plate armor? armor? Let, let Nathan finish and then I'll explain. <laughs> <laughs> so the plate armor would not immediately fit your seal body, but in the like hours of the afternoon you're able to get it custom like shorn down adjusted a little bit so that it'll fit you nice all right i am going to put that on because when we leveled up i took the heavily armored feet so my strength score increased by one and i became proficient in heavy armor nice hmm nice okay the armored earth (laughs) armored earth I heavily armored didn't archer. Didn't expect to see you take the, the <laughs> stealth checks, but I don't think that's ever been our force thing. It can be because I also have the um, boots of striding and springing, which oh. not only increased my walking speed, but I, I'm not encumbered while wearing heavy armor. Wow, mm-hmm. nice. That's the long nice. con. You've been thinking about this for a while. <laughs> I, ju- I I really just took that feat before we started the session. Uh-huh. I was looking through what to do. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Cause I, I was gonna I was gonna hope for a downtime option of getting heavy armor proficiency, but this came quicker. Yeah. I was looking nice. at spending some downtime points, but I don't Yeah. Penelope doesn't have um a weapon anymore. Would there be a place where I where she could find a cool sword? Yeah. Hate to be that guy, but we have like Eight short swords and like eight long swords. <laughs> Are any of them a plus weapon? They are all slightly rusty and slightly warped. None of them are from cool Zachariah's looking. skeletons. Uh let's let's do a luck check. Just just roll a just roll a D twenty. The higher you roll, the cooler it looks. D twenty oh god. Well it's six. It doesn't look that cool. <sighs> I mean I was kinda hoping for something with a little bit more flair, you know? we are gonna be you know famous heroes are we gonna be famous heroes are we companions or just until we figure out the situation <sighs> i hadn't really anticipated on becoming super famous famous infamous it's all the same i'll take the super gross rusty short sword until i can get something better all right so what was abraham did you get like arm guards or a shield from the dude Oh, would you like to attune to them? I can guarantee you they're not cursed, but I don't know what they do. Sure. They're made of coral. I don't know. 
They kind of match your style, Tor, I guess. This looks like someone yeah. who was drowned. No offense. Yeah, I feel like they'd actually super match Tor's style. I didn't think of that. I was going to say, Tor would put them on and they oddly very well complement Tor for yeah. some reason. Yeah, so they are shoulder pauldrons. They don't give oh, you a bonus shoulder to your... I heard pauldrons. Yeah. Um, they don't give you a bonus to your AC. What they do is you have a advantage on any saving throw related to not having your or related to having your form changed so if anyone tries to polymorph you or reduce you with like enlarge reduce anything that changes your physical form against your will you have advantage resisting that oh that's cool yeah that is cool if you were in a lithid it you'd just be immune to that entirely but as is you still have advantage so probably get you out of a pinch at some point after we've all forgotten you have that <laughs> happens yeah yeah, so you can do that over over an hour. Um, Penelope, you've got your sword. Arf, you have uh, fixed your armor so that you can wear it. Should we try to come up with a plan of our own before the big meeting or wait and see what everyone thinks? I don't know. We've already taken the main target I was interested in, so after this, um, I suppose it's just boring military strikes. You have no interest. You, you have no interest in trying to rid the scourge of the city. I'm not leaving, am I? Okay. I just, I will admit my zeal is less towards saving a shack called the Knowledge Hut or whatever versus the Wizard School. But yes, I am still here to save the city. I'm not interested in what target we're hitting as long as we're hitting those awful... Mind flares where it hurts most. Hmm. I just, I want to hit him where it hurts. <laughs> and right now that is me punching them in the face and then Raven pecking out their eyes. If Illithid have eyes. I'm pretty sure they have eyes. They do have eyes. Well, we'll figure something out. Now we just clear city and hopefully not fight lizard men. I've got a plan for the lizard men, but I don't know if they'll call my bluff. Which, it's not a bluff, but I have no way to prove that it's not a bluff until they call it. Um, and what is your plan for the lizard men? Or are you going to keep that up your sleeve? Well, they want the island so bad. What if I guaranteed them that if they attacked the city, they wouldn't want the island anymore? Because no one would want the island anymore after I'm done with it. Hmm. And it's not just a threat. It's a promise. But I can't prove it until I pull the trigger. What about the West Anakins? They would also be screwed. Everyone would be screwed. And they can push me to that, or they can leave. But you saw them. I don't know if they'll bite. They, they're ready to fight. Sorry, Nathan just surprised me by turning his camera on. <laughs> I was just showing my shocked expression from Abraham. I have no idea what Abraham is planning. I have no idea what Abraham is planning either. I can't play all my cards, but let's just say my patron... Is very hungry. Mm. I have a deal where I give my patron things and it gives me things. What and sort of normally, things? Normally, well, like the power to shoot laser blasts that save people's lives or to prevent you from dying earlier. Um, but it is capable of great and powerful things that I keep at bay most times. And what price do you have in exchange for shooting laser beams and saving people? 
That's a personal price I paid a long time ago, but I feed it the souls of my victims. Um, I don't think you guys would mind if I fed it the soul of a quaggoth. No. I suppose not. What would you think if I fed it the soul of the island? Well, there's a lot of people. I think dragons are mighty enemies. The dragons won't know what hit them. I'll be long gone by the time they know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm a little shocked at the uh, villain origin story for Abraham. Right now. <laughs> 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 Whew, I I'm mean, crossing out pages and pages of campaign notes. <laughs> <laughs> let's just hope they don't push me. <laughs> well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. There's many people outside of the city that also call this island home. They would all be screwed. We were here long before. And what makes you so, so sure that you won't have to do it? I am not sure. That's why I'm warning you. Hmm. I am very concerned that they're going to call my bluff. It may not be enough to stop them from attacking. And then we'll have a full-blown war with the Tyanese, Wistanica, Lizard People, Mind Flayers. You know, it's just getting all really complicated. And I'm starting to think, let's just wipe the board clean. But at what cost? I'm sorry, I can't support an idea that would potentially kill so many people who don't even deserve it. They don't have to die, they just have to leave. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And who's getting these people out? That's on them. In case you didn't notice, there's a blockade. There's a blockade, right? There is a blockade. It's not in the lizard people's best interest, is my point. Hmm. I just feel bad if I have to follow through with my threats. So you're saying either... Obey me and leave your lands forever or you all will perish and so will the land too. I'm saying the enemy you know is better than the enemy you don't. Okay. And unfortunately, if they don't agree with that, then they're going to have to face their new enemy. Well, that is terrifying thought. <laughs> On that note, friends, enemies, the enemies you know, it's time to go meet with uh, Sapphire and Isaac, uh, Raylon from the Red Blades as well. We will... Uh, get into that whole can of worms next week. This has been Sanity Damage, To Whom the Sea Belongs. Thank you for joining us on this epic voyage. We would love to hear from you, so you can go to linktree slash sanity damage to find links to our email, social media, um, all of the different links there. Discord is the best place to pop in, hang out with us. Uh, We're all on there pretty active, pretty frequently. Uh, So join Discord. It's a really great community. This podcast is a homebrew podcast, and our dice sponsor is FanRoll. You can get amazing dice and dice accessories at FanRollDice.com. You can get misfit dice, like a set of dice that are all taken from different sets. You can get liquid core dice that have like elixir sparkles inside them that are really beautiful. Uh, Use coupon code HOMEBREW for 10% off anything on the website. Again, the website is FanRollDice.com, coupon code HOMEBREW. This campaign is dedicated to Brandon, who we hold in loving memory. To Whom the Sea Belongs is a sanity damage campaign set in the Kaleidosphere. Join us next week as we discuss things with the enemies we know.